0: Oh, this sucks
1: getting old he can't remember anything oh it's just
0: for just some reason just got lots going on right now this time of year lots of freaking a lot
1: of bs and you know you might, you might hear my dog going squirrely here for a second evie's just getting home so she has not see oh yeah yet. Yeah. Yeah, my dogs do that too. It's annoying. Yeah. She's going to sound like she's dying here in a second. Yeah, three Christmas concerts today. Fuck. Cool, oh, man. <laughs> yeah, I didn't I didn't get to go to any like our kids are all older, but uh we still have you know nephews and stuff like that and I've been sick this whole week so I haven't gone to any. I've just been kind of home and yeah, watch everybody else running around, grabbing all that stuff. Three in yeah. one day though.
0: That's impressive. Yeah. So, I definitely, uh, yeah, I feel like slammed my head in that door a few times. Yeah, and there's lots. There's
1: two hundred kids. Each Holy one. smokes! Yeah, see, I'm not used to. Yeah, you're in the city, so yeah, well, they I just like got they... the little town, so it's small. Yeah, like why <laughs> it schools got over eight hundred kids in it? Holy crap! Yeah,
0: how much of the day did that take up then? Well, pretty much the whole thing. Like I went to work and then I don't know whatever happened to um like the Christmas concerts being in the evening, but now they're during
1: the day. Yeah, I do remember that as a kid. Go there after yeah. dinner or whatever, maybe dinner was rushed, but that was about it.
0: Yeah. So yeah, one was at like nine, the other one was at eleven. Last mm. one was at one thirty.
1: Jeez. Yes, yeah, great, great times. Yeah, no doubt. No doubt.
0: It's over. That's good. Almost like the hunting this while. Oh, for I guess
1: it's not really over because, I mean, like, I don't know. You can still hunt cougars. Still predator predator, hunt, predator yeah. hunt, yeah. Yeah, there's lots of that. It's also fishing season. Like you saw, I sent you pictures of why I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, that, that looks nice heated Yeah, looks really a nice comfy. heated shack, and, yeah, it doesn't get much better than that
0: No. So how long do you guys camp out in one of those things? you guys well, ever do just, overnighter
1: in those things? If we do, there's not much fishing going on. <laughs> <laughs>
0: well, I mean, but, really, like, what? It's, it, you got a you got a hole in the ice and you got a line going down with what a bell on the end I mean, like
1: <sighs> yeah i'm thinking if you're spending the night you're covering that hole up <laughs> yeah. it's a few soda pops being drank <laughs> yeah i know that's the nice thing about where we have it down here on the lake is we're all like two minutes away from home literally right. like it's it's right there so we can go spend the day down there if it gets nasty yeah you just find somebody who's a DD if you need them to drive you home or whatever. If You know, you've been there all day on a beautiful day, had a couple drinks. But yeah, otherwise, you can pretty much stay as long as you want, as long as somebody's bringing you food.
0: Yeah. Yeah, because that's a yeah. sweet setup. So you guys have to drag those out, obviously, and on and off. So where do you guys, where do you keep them when they're not in the lake?
1: Uh, generally, somebody's uh, got a big enough property. I'm not talking a like huge ranch or anything, but just big enough yard and out and stuff them in yeah. the back corner for the season and then have them spaced out enough that we can do, you know, if there's any repairs or anything, every couple of years, you usually have to replace some runners or something like that, just from rot. Yeah. So like that picture so, you sent me, how big is that thing? That thing's got to be 12 feet long by maybe seven feet wide. Something yeah. like that just barely it's... fits on a trailer. Okay. And then the other one is a little narrower, but just as long and it's nicer inside. It's we use one of them more for a warming shaft than anything. The one that was, in, um, I think it was a green one. Yeah. It, it does have holes in there, but generally the kids just go to the the other one there. It's got a big hole. Are they open floor or do they have a floor with a hole in it? Um, the one just has small auger holes in it. The warming shock one, the green one that I showed you, and the other one has like a four-foot hole by a two-foot hole in it. And then oh, there's yeah. benches around each, around the whole thing. And then at one end, we have a railing. And if we have really young kids in there who are just learning to fish and, you know, you just don't quite trust them around the hole, you stick them in behind the railing right keep the adults right on the edge there so that you know nobody slips in or anything like that so well how
0: big of a hole are you guys drilling down there well that one there is probably four feet long yeah i
1: think it's about four feet long and two but feet are you putting a four foot hole in like, oh yeah is that how big a, oh really that's that's what you're fishing in is a four foot hole by two by two oh, feet no shit, wide. Eh? yeah and then this time of year it everybody's still kind of you still got a few hunters and all that kind of stuff like in our group that goes down there So sometimes it'll freeze up a bit, takes a little longer to chisel it out when you go down there for the first time. But once everybody's out of hunting mode and just fishing mode, usually there's some, somebody down there at least once a day. So when you go down there, it might only take like 10 minutes to take an ax and just kind of chisel it out. Right. Get the fire going and then, you know, dries everything out and doesn't matter if it's minus 30 out, you can, you can fish in a t-shirt and that thing. So you guys have a
0: fireplace in that thing. Yeah. Yeah. That thing's pimp. What's uh so, like, do you mark out the hole first, cut it, and then
1: drag the thing over top of it, or do you just yeah, something? usually we'll we'll go out first and then we'll kind of kind of we kind of know the area anyway, but you can be off by you know 20, 30 feet or something like that, or somebody gets a shack right. out there ahead of time. So we just auger a couple holes, you know, a day or so ahead of time and be like, oh, okay, it's about this deep. This is where we want it. Right. And then just kind of have a ballpark, we'll drag it out close to there. And then we already know how big the hole is. So we'll just cut it with the chainsaw, stuff the whole block underneath the ice. Or just push it down and over. And just push it down and over. And there's a small current in there, so you always push it the one way, and then it never comes back in. Right. Right. And then it'll freeze. I guess it'll attach or freeze or continue floating down, whatever it's going to do. And then, yeah, then we just pull it. Just float up into the 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 hole. Plug somebody else's hole. That's right. Whatever. (laughs) Always be on the (laughs) upstream. Yeah. And then once you drag it over, it's just a matter of pushing it. Just get a lining bar and you can just shimmy it just into place. Right. And then after that, it's all from inside. You just do it with an ax and just.
0: So how thick is that ice before you got to drag that sucker out there?
1: Oh, last year we did it at six inches. Six inches. eh? And we did That's it with awesome. a quad. Oh yeah. Generally. Oh, so we you pulled it out in a quad. This year there was a foot already. It, it got thick fast. So we pulled it out with the truck. It was
0: already a foot. Oh yeah. Yeah. It was crazy. Cause we didn't have crazy any snow cold this year.
1: Yeah. yeah, it was like it froze. We didn't get any like big winds or anything like that. So we got that first initial couple inches and then it was just like minus 15 to minus 20 for like two weeks straight. And yeah. if you don't have any storms coming in, uh, that ice gets thick fast. So yeah, we were, and we're not that far offshore. It's not like we're cruising across the whole lake or anything. Like people got to understand that we're only like 60, 60 yards off the shore. Right. So it's, Is
0: there it's, pockets where there's better fishing than others?
1: Oh yeah. Yeah, there's there's always those. We're so kind of you guys a...
0: got those all pegged, or even uh, if like there's a good it... spot way down, would you go there or is it just
1: not worth it? It all depends. Um, I did find a wicked bass fishing spot last year. Well, you saw all the pictures I was posting yeah. on social media. Um, I'm still going to keep an eye on that place. I went there already this year, and I didn't catch anything. So I'm not sure if it's like a late season. The bass usually kind of move into that area, I think, to uh, to to breed in the springtime. So late oh, February, yeah. early March. So I'll still consist on nice days when it's really sunny out. Um, Oh yeah. And I'll go down and just kind of keep, yeah, I'll go punch some holes and just test it out. I won't always go to the same spot because it's not that far to drag it out if we needed to, but that was the first time we'd ever gone there. And I was just like, "Wow, what if it's just for like two or three weeks, it's hot and the rest of the time it sucks. Yeah. because where we are. Everything goes through it and it's hit or miss, you know, some days are great and other days aren't and it's whatever. But we got yeah. a big burn barrel out there on the pallets and like we have big barbecues out there in the whole nine yards.
0: Yeah, so you just stick the burning barrel on top of the pallet, not yeah. directly on the ice. That's Anybody okay. ever do that?
1: Um, yeah, there's quite a few people that'll do that. They those guys leave kind of a big mess. It's usually people that aren't <laughs> out there often, though. And yeah, yeah. it's
0: always there's always one
1: group in every crowd, yeah. One person in every crowd, or but all the people that go down there all the time, you can tell they'll bring even a cheap little elevated uh, I don't know, even something from the dollar store kind of, you know, that just props the wood up Yeah. and they'll just burn it in a cheap little thing like that. And it's enough to cook your smokies on or whatever. And, but we've got it dialed in out there. Like we have big groups out there and you know, a lot of times we'll just, if it's nice, we'll all socialize outside and we'll put a bell on our rod and we'll fish outside while the kids are inside. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, it's just a nice get together in the winter time. And you guys don't, do you guys get to do that much or? Well, there's guys good? that do it. I don't do it, but there's guys
0: that, uh, there's guys that definitely do it. My kid, well, hard to
1: say if he would like to do it or not. Don't know if you, I think good. every kid likes it when you can see the fish down there. And yeah. Fishing's good. When it's boring, it's boring. It's like anything else. You're going to have a hard time keeping a kid entertained, but you can literally see the fish down there.
0: Yeah. And you see, like, none of, like, Okanagan Lake doesn't freeze. Um, yeah. The uh, smaller lakes around here freeze, but they're going to have snow on top of them, right? Yeah. And the, the lakes way up top, they'll definitely be frozen, but yeah, there'll be tons of snow on top of those. So yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I know a lot of guys I mean I've seen it done. There's got people around here that do it, but yeah. Actually there actually in uh, we were driving to Kamloops and uh, up on the lake there one spring, there was some guys there that left uh I don't I don't know what happened. I don't know if they maybe they got busy and it got warm and they couldn't get out to retrieve their shack. Oh, but it had cracked and it was half of it was still hung up on the ice that was
1: frozen, and the other half was in the water. That sucks. Yeah, we yeah. usually watch the weather pretty close come into February and March. Yeah. Because once you start getting the temperature swings, the ice will start to rot from the top and the bottom. Yeah. And yeah, there comes a point where it's like you probably could leave it out for another week, but we have a few spare hands, just drag it to shore.
0: Yeah, it's probably it's better like you- to. Pull it off early than... Oh, yeah. Leave it to, especially a shack like you guys got. Like, that thing's... Oh, yeah. It's...
1: Yeah, you don't like, want... You yeah, don't want to lose that thing. No. And it's not... How like deep is that lake fish. that you guys are fishing at? Uh, I think the deepest... It's not deep at all. Um, no. I think the deepest... Maybe there's a 40 foot, but I'm thinking oh, yeah. 30 feet. And yeah. it probably averages 12 to 15 for most yeah, of it. It's the average lake, yeah. Yeah, so it's nothing crazy in that lake. But there's some... Some of the ones like the smaller lakes that are up higher, um, there's a lot of people that'll snowmobile into those. Oh yeah, and they're deep and they're they're good fishing in the winter, but you're only getting to them with a snowmobile. Yeah, so but those are pretty right. dedicated fishermen to do that.
0: Yeah, yeah, you got to want it. Um, so what, what do you guys put on your hooks when you're fishing? You guys using <sighs> say, live
1: bait or? No, I don't think you're. No, you're not allowed live bait in BC. I don't think at least not down in here. We're not allowed to do anything fun in region four. We Have to do everything the hard way, hunting and fishing.
0: <laughs> yeah. No, it was times. uh well, we were kind of going through the regs throughout the season, and yeah, there was definitely uh a couple items in your guys' region that I wasn't aware of. That it's kind of like you guys are just ostracized
1: out there. Here, oh I I I don't get any fun. The, the whole, whole
0: province it. can do one thing except for in region four.
1: Yeah. I'd be like, Odd. if I could do that, it would be awesome. <laughs> The only thing that I'm not, and we're talking about baiting deer for anybody who doesn't know, I'm I'm the only region, I'm I'm living in the only region in BC that doesn't allow it, which I don't. Well, I think like BC is funny because like in BC,
0: you're not allowed to bait bear, you know, in Alberta, most other places you are allowed, like obviously there is some other places that you're allowed to bait bear, but in BC you're allowed to use food to bait ungulates except for region four. Yeah. And I was under like when we were talking about that this year. I was kind of like, "No, you're totally allowed." And
1: sure enough, I was wrong. Yeah, I wish I wish you weren't. <laughs> I wonder why that is. I don't know I and why it, it's
0: it, just in this your guys' region, your little it, corner of the province
1: that you're not allowed to. But everywhere else in this, and it's new. That's a province you're allowed. It's new. It's only like two years old that that went in. And I I was always under the impression before that that you weren't allowed. So it wasn't until I read that you weren't allowed that I finally understood the last like six years, I could have been baiting.
0: Yeah. See, from my understanding is if it's doesn't, if it, if in the regulations, it's, it doesn't say that you can't do it, you can do it. That's right. You know what I mean? Like in the regulations, there's, it it says you can't. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Well, it says you can't bait, bait black bear. It says you can't use electronic calls to call, you know, deer. It just tells you exactly what you can't do. And that never tells you what you can do. It just says what you can't do. Yeah. So if, to me, if, from my understanding is as long as it says you
1: can't do it, you can do it. Yeah. So my only question now, and I was looking at it again today for the beating is whether this time of year, can I put out branches with like fresh pine needles? Cause it talks about green. <laughs> it talks about Fuck. unnatural food. It's just a curiosity thing. Yeah. We'll you know, just it's find to like uh... go out there and start hacking branches down, but I am curious about it because you go to any any place where they're logging this time of year those animals can smell those fresh brows coming down well
0: and they dig the roots up out of the ground too and you can tell where they sit and the and even on in places where there's some like this year was crazy because we didn't have we didn't have a fall we went right from summer long summer like it was 30 degrees at the end of october and all of a sudden the beginning of november it got cold and we had snow yeah so that like all those trees and stuff still had leaves on them. And now you can see the deer where they're going to low, low lying stuff and they're digging through that stuff. And yeah, they're just targeting that. So, yeah, um, yeah, that's not I think baiting is just used like you have to deliberately place something there. Like, yeah, something natural that's their water, or, you know, a natural, a natural source of food or water, or, you know, mineral. Like, I don't think that would be considered baiting. I wouldn't think so anyway, because you're actually not you're not you're placing not, it. You're not placing it there.
1: Yeah. It, I mean, if you ask me, I'd say fair fair game. Yeah. But it doesn't matter anyway. I only got a couple of days left here, and that's only if I can it it's gotta get cold again. It was just getting nice last weekend. It's been minus like 1820. And it is hard to sit still and that stuff. And dude, it's hard snow. to sit still a minus five. Oh, but it finally warmed up to minus five, and then I got like 40k wins. 50k yeah. winds and it's like I'm not going to bother. But the hunting is better
0: when it's colder because the colder it is the more the deer are out moving around all day. They got to move yep. around look for food because they're, they're burning more to stay warm. Like I went out that one day and it was minus 25 and I was sitting oh. in the blind and I was so cold my hands wouldn't even work to click to put my release onto my onto dilute. I got to the point where I started feeling I was getting flash wave flashes of warmth and that's when i knew it was time to go i was like yeah hey, i gotta um, go and when i was leaving i i was numb toes in, like and i have one of those i have one of those electric um suits like it's all yeah. base layers right long johns and yeah i got heated socks and it you know it still didn't work it was cold yeah
1: i got the vest too so i know what you're talking about well i steal my wife's vest but, you and know, I think awesome, when it's, but... yeah, I think when
0: it's that cold, I don't, you know, you're moving around and making more noise than you think you are. Just naturally, you're just trying to move, you're shuffling around, you know, you're pulling your arms in tight to your, you know, to your butt, to your core to keep warm. You're messing around with your fingertips, trying to get them into your, you know, trying to get them close together so you can, you know, utilize all your body heat. And as you're doing it, you're rustling around, you're moving around your seat and your chair and like, you know, it's, it's louder than you think. And I think that's, you know, it work, kind of works against you. So if it's too cold, yeah, it's tough. The best is to get up and move around. But then again, you know, if you get a snowfall and then you get that nasty cold. Yeah. You get that layer
1: of ice sitting on top of the
0: snow and forget it. You like you're so you loud. A mile away. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It it's was just funny. tough. It was funny too. Cause after that cold day that you went out and you are telling me about that and how you had to pull out, I went out, it was either the next day or the day after that. It was similar. I couldn't stay out as long as you did, but I think I was moving some cameras around. And this is after I've sat for quite a while and I'm like, I need to get up and move and, and do things. And I found myself like even, you know, like I take a camera out of the bag and then I'd be sitting there and I'd almost forget where I was, what I was doing, you know, like am I picking this up and taking it or am I putting it back? Oh, yeah. then, <laughs> so I got thinking about to you and be like, it's time to go home. Yeah. It's, you know, like if I can't, it, that was my own mission. I just pulled this camera down, from, you know, <laughs> 300 yards over there, and I got here. And now I can't remember whether I just took this off. That's, you know, it's too yeah, cold. T- it's time, time to, to, go to go home. home. Yeah. 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 We're not, we're
0: not built for that. Um, yeah. It's tough. It's really hard to, it's really hard to, uh, to sit through that. Man, it's, it's been a hard year for Whitetail. I mean, I missed that nice big four by four, which, man, it's just oh, still, sucks. still chewing at me. He jumped my string at, Forty-five yards. Oh man, nice big four by four. So, I was going into this area, and I, <clears throat> I, I had trail cameras out in November, and um you know, I, I didn't put as much time into my normal whitetail pursuit this November as I did last, you know, the previous years, just because I was chasing a moose. And, um, so one morning, I I went out, and I was like, okay, I I got I got an itch, I got a scratch here. So I went to this area that I've always wanted to go to during whitetail season so i get in there and i'm in there for half an hour i'm rattling doing some rattling setting up going to going to another doing some rattling right away i go into this one little clearing a buck comes down right i can see him hop coming in hot coming in hot it's really thick in there and right away he's trying he's getting he's he's moving down he's gonna win me right so i i know what's going on so i'm looking for a lane and a and before I rattled, I had ranged a few trees around to, you know, just to get a bearing and get a rough idea where everything was. He right away, he comes down. He's got his head up, tail up, and he's coming down. He's trying to win me. He, he wants to win me right away. So he's coming down. I'm, I'm behind a tree. He's coming down to my left. He comes down to my left and he gets between he gets between two trees I try to get him to stop. He doesn't stop. He moves down to a brush, stops, looks right at me, blows at me, goes back up top, and he stops. So I start rattling again. I'm gonna start raking some bush. Now he comes down on the right side of me and he comes down and I had ranged a tree. One of the trees that, that was in the clearing was 50 yards. He comes, he comes right in front of that, and I and I was, you know, I was giving the and I stopped him, but there was a low lying branch. There. So I didn't have a shot. So I dropped to my knees, pull back, shoot. And sure enough, you can, you could like, I wish I would have had it on video because like I'm watching my arrow go and I'm watching him duck. And the arrow, the arrow goes right over top of him. Oh, that's painful. And you know, you can tell when an arrow hits an animal goes through. You can hear it, right? And it goes right over top of him, sails into the snow. I never found the arrows in the snow. I go up to where I go up to where I thought where you know I, sh- I shot at him and you can tell where he stopped by his tracks, some hair on the top. I just oh, gave him a little cut, haircut at the very top. That sucks. Big four by four, huge. So I uh, I was pretty pissed off. I tried to get him back. He he took off. He was gone. Um. So then I I moved you know a ways away from that area, and I was doing it. I was doing some rattling, doing some rattling. Got into one area, a good area where I had better a better opening, more you know a better vantage point, more areas to shoot. So I'm rattling, 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 and nothing's coming in. And I'm sitting there, and I put I put my antlers down. I got them on a string, put them down, and I wait, wait. And I'm like, okay, well, I'm gonna go. I get up, put my backpack on, grab my bow. I could take two steps, and a buck's coming right in. I didn't wait long enough. Oh, oh <laughs> not. Man. It was just a. Uh, this is a three, three by three, but I was like, okay, this is, this is the kind of day it's gonna be. That sucks. So, yeah, after that, I, I, I couldn't wrestle anything else up. But uh, that's the closest I got this year to, uh, to any good bucks. I have seen some small spikes and stuff, and um, actually that one real cold day, I seen a buck, a spike coming, and he was like, I could have literally reached out my blind and poked him with my arrow. He was so close.
1: <laughs> like I've been telling you, the longer we get into the season, <laughs> the rack size that qualifies <laughs> yeah. as going into the freezers getting yeah, smaller that. and smaller. Be like, I can tuck that spike into the freezer. I know I can. Oh yeah, there's room. <laughs>
0: there's room. Um, yeah, yeah. The colder it get, and the longer I sat there, the bigger that spike yeah. was getting. It's just an old one,
1: an old one that's
0: regressing. Yeah. That's what you yeah, tell real yourself. Big body. It was yep. a spike, but a big, big body.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, you got to be careful about wanting to have a, a camera watching that stuff too for when you do mess up because you'll watch that footage over and over and over. It's one thing when you can forget about it a little bit, but. Oh, I, I did I that. With, it eats me up, man. Did, it's still eating me up. Oh, I've got one of those Tacticam cameras that I mount to either my rifle or my bow. Yeah. And you just hit the power button once and it starts recording immediately. Like, it's not like you're waiting and waiting. Yeah. And I did that with that bull elk last year, day one, an hour in four by four, 14 yards, 13 yards, whatever it was. Yeah. And you can watch, watch him coming down into me. And then you can watch when my knocks hit the edge of my tree stand and he looked up at me and you can just watch in pain and broadside right in front of me and, you can't see it in the camera, but I still remember, you know, that thing's eye looking at me while it's yeah. eating and I was locked in. And, you know, that question is always, should I just pulled back? Should I just pulled back? And it's like, no, he, he was chilled out, still eating.
0: <laughs> I know. would have pulled back. He would have <laughs> ran the
1: opposite and be like, why didn't yeah. I just wait that extra five seconds or five minutes or, yeah. It never yeah, heard. it's but it's I tough. Wanted. I
0: mean, if it it all, the funny thing is it doesn't matter, like, it doesn't matter about the scenario if if it doesn't work out you it was a bad play and the bad plays like when something when you mess up you fudge up you you dwell on it forever like you stew on it forever and when it and when something comes together and it works out even if it wasn't that great and i mean everyone has it you get you know you get bullshit lucky and it just worked out you never think about those times yeah you always i mean you always just but i mean it's good because you only learn from like you only learn from like you only really learn from the mistakes you made cuz you
1: you sure the shit don't do them again you know what the first thing was that i did this year when i was in my tree stand that that quiver did not stay on my bow like it yeah. you know i only messed up once <laughs> but yeah, yeah yeah you never forget those as long as you learn from them i guess that's all that matters yeah well you, and
0: that's the thing and and like but like We've talked, and you know, all of our guests on the show have said, you know, he, everyone's got to go through it. It's just, you know, yeah, it's the pains. So, you back to your fishing, what we were talking about. Oh, what, what I was, your, what are you guys using for
1: lures? Uh, a lot of vertical jigs and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, it's just, there's such an array of stuff that you can use um, stuff that rattles, spoons. A lot of guys will use like imitation fish. Oh,
0: yeah. Like and... tadpoles and stuff like that, where they were too? Like, how deep are you guys yeah. down? Are, the, are you guys down a, close to the
1: bottom? A lot of times, yeah. A lot of times I'm fishing the bottom foot myself. That tends to be where the bass are. Yeah. Um. A lot of other guys are catching stuff anywhere from midway down. Like, a lot of guys will see the char and the, the trout and stuff. They're cruising halfway. Yeah. So it's... I think sometimes it depends on if somebody's been there a while already and been like, yeah, I've had a couple go through in their mid depth or whatever because they're cruising oh, pretty yeah. fast. Usually when it's trout and stuff like that, the game fish, yeah. besides bass, they're they're moving. They're not just lollygagging through there, right? But uh, most of the time, I'm fishing close to the bottom and kind of banging it off the bottom and oh yeah, know, making a mess and making noise down there, right? Uh, and then a lot of guys so. will use like mealworms or maggots or worms or oh yeah, like the. uh, Imitation ones? No, no, no. Live ones, like live. You're allowed live worms and stuff. Just not okay. Like live fish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get yeah. you. Yeah. So, and then some guys that use shrimp too. Shrimp works year round. Like you get really? a shrimp ring from Sobeys or something like that. Got oh, yourself yeah. a snack, and the fish seem to like it too. So. don't well, that's odd because it's not. Yeah, it's foreign. It's not. Yeah. Hmm. It's just that's weird. There's lots of freshwater shrimp in a lot of lakes around here, but. So, is there a time of day that's better for ice fishing? Um, morning, and I like morning the first couple hours in the morning, and then uh, last couple hours in the afternoon, kind of like right. your typical, yeah, like everything else scene. seems, yeah, yeah. And there's times in the afternoon, it's whatever, but by that time, usually on the nice days anyway, you're outside socializing and you don't really care, yeah. But we yeah. love it. I don't know, it's a nice family event that we can all go do, doesn't matter about your skill set, right? Like. Drop a line, go leave it, put it in a rod holder on the ice or on the back of your truck or whatever. And, you know, it's, it's awesome to catch up with everybody. And, you know, everybody's so busy with kids and stuff like that, that yeah, you know, we're all kind of, yeah, we're all kind of into the same stuff anyway. So the kids are all fishing together. We're BSing and doing a little fishing too. So it's kind of nice. Yeah. 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 Do you guys have any like derbies or anything? There is one derby. When the heck is it? Third week.
0: I think it's the last week of January. Last week. Is January like primarily the best month for
1: ice fishing? Uh, you know, it's changed a lot since I was a kid because we used to have a lot of burbot in this lake. Oh, yeah. Big ones. Like you get four footers. No oh, shit. And, oh, yeah. And like lots.
0: That'd be something else pulling a four foot oh. fish out of a tiny little fishing pole. It, like, coming out of that hole. like Dude, oh, be yeah. Crazy. And they're the
1: ugliest thing ever. Oh, yeah. saw our first one. I can't remember if it was last year or the year before, because there's not many left for whatever reason. I don't know what's going on with the lake. Yeah. Um, but they look like little leopard eels. Yeah. And I remember stoking the fire and she's like, there's a leopard fish, there's a leopard fish. I was like, what well, do you mean a ling? <laughs> and yeah, yeah ended they're up catching they're... it and everything, but they're the best eating fish ever around. Oh, is that right? Yeah, you can't keep them here um, anymore just because of the stocks. There's not many left. You don't. You want to... Is
0: that you from... Over? You think that's from overfishing or...?
1: there's probably some overfishing stuff but i think it's deeper than that i think it comes down to probably habitat right like water
0: and temperature and all that shit. that's the thing with lake yeah. fish and stuff it's you know at one degree could have a huge influence on
1: you know yeah. the productivity of the of fish and so there's there's that this is a vacation destination lake too, so oh, it's yeah. shallow. There's speed boats everywhere on it. Oh, the is there? There's no, there's no uh, motorized. There's no limit on. on not on the lake itself. So I'm sure that does a lot. The bass aren't actually um, native; they're an introduced species into oh. this lake. So they're definitely not. What happy. type of bass are they? Small large mouth. mouth large large mouth? mouth. Yeah, we got some big bass in this lake. Right, it's it's built for bass. It's awesome,
0: and there so, they were. Somebody put them in there. Yeah, at some point. So. And now it's overrun with them. Yeah, but man, what a fishery! <laughs> yeah, like, I think in the in the Kettle Valley River, man, I I, I thought it was somebody introduced uh, smallmouth bass and bass, and they're a problem now. But maybe it well, was. Yeah, because they're tough and they're aggressive. Small? Well, I think both. Both, yeah. I could have swore it was
1: somebody introduced smallmouth bass and. Yeah. Into the Kettle River. So all the massive problem that, now. And I'll guarantee that like this is the Columbia River that runs through, like it starts down in Canal Flats at Columbia Lake. Yeah. That's the headwaters of the big Columbia River. Windermere Lake is just the second it's just Windermere Lake is basically a widening of the Columbia River, is all it is. Yeah. So these bass have been in here for probably twenty five years, I bet. So they're gonna be all up and down the river system, too. Yeah. guaranteed, like they're it's beautiful. Well, yeah, if
0: something's aggressive and invasive, they usually, uh, you know, they usually dominate and they, they spread wherever.
1: So, yeah, they do. They do well. I don't know if the, the, the char, it's kind of like, they're kind of like the Dolly Varden. We've just got some monster, monster fish like that around here, especially up towards Revelstoke Golden kind of area. Right, yeah where the big lake is, where the reservoir is, like they're 20 pounders. Evie caught like an eight and a half pounder in the lake here a couple of years last year, the year before. And oh yeah. So the farther north you go toward Golden, actually past Golden, even the bigger they get. It's just, oh, they're so aggressive, so big. It's not like the Dolly Varden that we're used to catching off the Skeena or whatever. Yeah. It was just little gaffers. These things are tanks. Yeah. These things are machines. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah. So I don't know if they have their number with bass or... For what it is, but I'd say the right. bolly, I'd say the char are definitely the top dogs around here. But there's definitely a lot more bass than there are char really, yeah, char yeah. spread out more. That's all, yeah, yeah, it makes sense. It's my theory anyway. So hmm. you definitely see a lot more bass than you do, char, yeah. So, yeah, but, hmm. that's cool, yeah. So that's where, as soon as when's the 20th, Monday, Tuesday, Tuesday, Tuesday? is the last day for whitetail, yeah. So after that be a lot of ice fishing yeah
0: I don't uh I hope well I'm gonna get out uh tomorrow and uh tomorrow
1: afternoon but I'm kind of in cougar mode now dude I don't know yeah <laughs> that was that was quite the experience you had there <laughs> just <laughs> I almost wanted to be with you but yeah that was nuts that was nuts what happened yeah if, like the last
0: thing the last thing I was thinking about when I was walking up to where
1: I have my blind set up. And your blind's permanently there, right? For Or for a while anyway?
0: Yeah, it's just a pop-up blind, but I, okay. it's been there for, it's been there for, oh man, a few weeks now. Okay. I put it there, I think the 3rd of December, like I popped it up in that area on the 3rd of December, I think it is. And uh, it's been in there since, and I've been targeting, like I've been focusing on that specific location just because it's had the best bucks on, um, on my camera. Yeah. Like there was... There was a couple good bucks up up higher and higher elevation, but I they're random. Like you'd get one picture of them and that's it, right? And then they're ghosts gone, right? So I, did, I didn't really worry about those. So I was targeting the the better ones that were down lower and there was the most in that one location. So I put that blind there and I've been going in and out. So basically it's quite a ways from, from the road. So I'll take my sled in, you know, it's about, uh, I'd say about a 25 minute sled ride. And then I park my sled down the bottom, um, where there's a where there's an old logging road, and then from there I have to hike up in, and it's about maybe man, I don't know, but a 30-minute hike, 25-35 minute hike again from my sled to get up to where my blind is. So what day was that? We were talking a couple days ago. So, so anyway, like so two,
1: three days ago, yeah.
0: Yeah, so I'm walking up into where I have my blind. And the first thing I do when I get it in there is I grab the camera out of the trail camera. So I walk up to the trail camera and I have my bow strapped to my pack, right? I don't, you know what I mean? It's just, I don't have it in my hand because I'm on the sled, right? I put everything in my backpack, strap it on, I go on the sled and then I hike in from there and I just keep it on because typically when I get into the blind, then I'll take my bow off and I'll get, I'll get it set up first, right? I'll make all my noise right at the very beginning. And then I try to hunker down and be real quiet. I don't really like to make a whole bunch of unnecessary noise, you know, more than I have to for, you know, a prolonged amount of time. So I try to just make it all real quick, make it at once. But anyway, so I'm going up to check my trail camera. I'm pulling the cart out and I hear this rustling 50 yards from where the trail camera is. And I look up and I see a cat and at the very first glimpse of it, I thought it was a bobcat because I've killed bobcats in around that area before and I've seen them. Um, but it had a long tail and I was like, oh, shit, that's a cougar. So, and I'm like, oh, I'm watching it. It, it, but it's like where they were, it was really thick, right? There's no, like I wouldn't, even if I had an arrow knocked on, knocked on my bow with the bow in my hand, I don't, you know, there wasn't no a shot. big enough, yeah, there's no shot. So, I'm sitting there, I'm looking, I was like, oh, no way, what the, I like, guess never happened, right? It's the last thing I'm thinking I'm going to see, but like the last thing that comes, goes through your mind is you're going to bump into a cougar because like yeah. I guarantee you, you've probably walked underneath them a few times if you spend any time in the bush but to actually see them it's very rare like i've seen them before but not very often And every time you see them it's it's still a surprise right yeah and then all of a sudden i hear a a hiss and a growl and the other one jumped and another one's five six feet up in the tree it hops out and runs up the, up the up the hillside and i was like no fucking way
1: Well, like you might as well have bought a lot of ticket. I hope you oh, bought a lot ticket when you got home because so too
0: like I'm like, okay, well, forget this. So I take I put my pack down, take get my bow, right? Knock an arrow, get my release. I get set up and out, then I will start walking over to where the tracks were. Cause instantly I'm thinking, well, maybe they just ran up a tree, right? So I'm falling around, falling the tracks for a bit, looking and I'm glassing up into all the trees, right? And I'm like, okay, well, the tracks keep going and they're going up the hillside. So I was like, what the fuck are these two things doing? So I go back down and then I can, as I'm walking down, I can see a a bloody spot. I was like, oh, they got a kill over here. I get over there's an elk and they had buried it. Right. And they got the one, the one leg they pulled out and they were chewing on that. And, and the rest is buried. And so I'm looking at, I'm looking at that and I'm like, oh yeah, yeah, that's the picture I sent you. And then, so I go back and you can see where they were going back and forth to that bush that the tree, there's a big tree with some bush underneath it. That's where they jumped out of. And I go back, and sure enough, they got a little bed in there made up, right? They're setting up shop. Well, there's there's scat everywhere. There's piss, and they're like, and and then I, so I did a circle around, and like they were marked, you know, they're pissing all over the place, marking this territory as their own. But so I'm like, oh man, that wasn't, that was nuts. So I'm like, whatever. I grab my trail camera, go back, sit in my blind, and I'm sitting there, and that's when I was texting you, and I was, because I get a couple bars there. So I'm texting you, I was like, dude, you're never going to believe what happened. (laughs) So I'm sitting there and that's when we were talking and I was like, oh, I should go after and I'm like, well, I got my bow and I'm like, it's so thick in here. Even if I see one, I'm not going to be able to get a shot. I was like, well, Wyatt's got his 243 in my truck. I can go get that. And then that's when you and (laughs) I were talking and I was like, so I sat there for a little bit I was looking at the pictures and it's funny because like I have have deer, have deer, have deer, have deer. And then like Sunday at like 10 o'clock is... there's a deer on there, a couple of does. And then after that, nothing gone. Yeah. Right. Gone. So that
1: it must have happened sometime around there, because Nothing. Well, especially if they've got that thing buried in their mark and their territory and that. They're, yeah. They're staying close. So those deer yeah. are just ducking away into a different area. But yeah. Now, they, anyway, they took off. Yeah.
0: Which is a bummer. But so anyway, after I was sitting there for, I don't know, maybe 20 minutes looking at these trail camera pictures, like, yeah, hey, well, these deer. They're, they're blowing out of here. I, I mean, they're, they're obviously not coming back. So I'm like, fuck it. So I start tracking the cougar, like the cougar tracks, but there's two of them. And it's funny. I noticed is like, they walk on top of each other's tracks almost. I was just going to ask that. Yeah. Do you think like that's almost, an efficiency thing? I haven't, I, yeah, I guess the path of least resistance. Cause you know, it's always easier when you're breaking snow to follow somebody than it is to, than to lead. So then it would go up, there's, two, you know, it looks like there's a, but it's it's fresh track. Like this is only 45 minutes old, right? Like from the time I first seen them to the time I started, you know, yeah. trailing them again. And then you get to a tree and then all of a sudden there'd be like two tracks that split around the tree, right? And then back to a single path, following them. They're going up, up steep stuff and I'm going and I'm going slow, right? I'm checking all the, I'm glassing all the treetops as, you know, looking in the trees as we're going. It's so thick in there that you know you, you you could have one right on top of you without knowing it but I mean um so I was glassing those really good and and every time their tracks went close to a tree I'd check the tree to see if they climb because like you can tell when they climb up a tree yeah especially those trees so I kept doing that and this is going on I don't know for I went quite a ways about an hour just over an hour going up went you know a good distance and then it gets really steep and then so i their tracks went straight up and i kind of like was zigzagging beside it just because i couldn't walk up what they what they ran up yeah. so i'm zigzagging and it gets to a top and it plateaus a little bit and then it goes there was a a couple big trees and underneath those trees there was it was some it was thicker in there like there's a, a down tree and just really gnarly in there and, and their tracks went right into those and i just assumed that they came out the backside, right yeah so I start walking around to get to the backside of thinking that the tracks are going on. And as I'm walking around it, the, the cougar, one of the cougars jumps down from the tree and takes off. <laughs> so I'm like, oh. and I, but I'm on the other side of it and I can't see, like I could tell that it was up there and it jumped down. Cause I could see its tail flicking away. Right. Like, and then it's funny. I'm like, Oh man, like I'm just sitting there and right away, I'm up in the trees looking for the other one thinking, cause they were both together, but man, I looked up, Top there for like 15 minutes and I was moving around and then it's funny as soon as I got to the backside of where they they were like walking looked like they just walked through yeah there was no tracks so they just went into that thick stuff and climbed up the tree and they're sitting up top way up top they're probably down watching me for the last over last hour right because they they went right up the hill up to the high stuff climbed up the tree and they're probably sitting there watching me or or the one was I looked as hard as I could all up and around there and I no, I could not see the second one
1: it's crazy how well they blend into their surroundings it's, it's yeah scary.
0: and they usually like they usually like to lay out like I've hunted cougar before and I've killed cougar they usually like to lay out flat and like they like to sit close to the trunk man I walked all the way around that thing I could not see it I was throwing rocks up in there thinking maybe it's you know maybe it's way up high where you know up high you, you get some snow and stuff and you can't yeah. see what's up there. But I couldn't see. But the one for sure,
1: hopped out. Yeah, that's and Bogger. it's crazy that you knew to look up in the trees because you were following them on purpose. And you think of how many times you're hiking around, and you're not looking up. Oh because yeah, because you're well, looking well, for elk and deer and bear. Yeah, and, you know, like you're not checking out those tree branches. Like guaranteed, you've walked underneath many. Yeah, many. And, or, or if not walked under them, walked real close, and they're watching you. Oh yeah,
0: I, oh I guarantee. Especially around here, there's so many cats. Like you. In that area, I know there's a lot of, uh, there's a lot of cats cause, um, was it last? Not this one, not this fall that just passed the fall previous to this one, 2021, uh, cause got, he got one, took a run at him. Oh really? Yeah. And he, he got a shot off, but he missed And As soon as it heard the bang, it, uh, it realized it wasn't a uh, top predator that's, and
1: took off. That's scary. Yeah. yeah. I've definitely been walking out in the bush plenty of times and had the hair on the back of my neck stand up. And for me, it's like, I don't know if it's a cougar or a bear or something. You know, like I usually stop and I start scanning everything because I'm not nervous out in the bush. That's my happy place. But the guy, Stan Lanthier, the guy who taught me how to hunt, always told me you stick with your instincts. And if your instincts say to get out of an area, check it out and get the hell out. Because it's your survival instincts kicking in. You know, as long as you're not just a chicken shit. But if you're comfortable out in the bush, you know, you hunt, I hunt alone all the time, you hunt alone all the time. I'm quite comfortable out there. So when something's off, I know something's watching me where it is. I don't know, potentially, but I will start looking up for sure.
0: Yeah. Well, I never, man, I never look up, but I mean, in this particular instance, I was hunting, I was going after him. So I knew they were going to, I was hoping that right away once they, cause they were probably listening to me walk in. Right they're probably yeah. list they they well they obviously heard me right cuz that snow is not quiet oh. when you're walking in and so I'm walking in and they're only 50 yards from me and they seen me and that's when they took off once they seen what it like they once they realized okay like um yeah probably should skedaddle yeah but i mean two of them together and it's funny because like we were talking right away you asked me if, if it was uh you know like a mother and a kitten But, uh, yeah, like, if it was, it was, I would say, yeah, like, because the tracks, they were about the same size. There wasn't, like, a big set and a small set. Like, you do randomly see, um, you'll see, like, a, you know, a a big set and uh, a small set. Yeah. And you can tell that, uh, you can tell that it's, you know, it's uh, pretty
1: similar size animals.
0: Yeah, like, you can tell that if it's a mother and a and a, yeah. you know, and her young one—you can tell just by the size of her pads. But like yeah, these I, ones were, like they weren't the biggest. They weren't the biggest pads, but they weren't like they
1: wouldn't be what you think would like a a cub would be. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I'm not a cougar hunter, and nor will I ever profess to be one. And yeah. So I'm I'm not I'm not 100 sure how they you know if they're like a bear and they you know spend two years with their mom or, but if anybody else knows. Once you message the focus hunting page on Instagram, yeah, and uh, I mean it's something that we talked about for for a while there. Whether you know whether they're with their moms for two years, three years, or if they spend a year kind of you know their first spring summer by themselves, if they've got a brother or sister, do they hang out together? Like I've seen bears do that, but I don't know about cats. I'm not. I honestly don't know.
0: Yeah, yeah, I don't know. And then so it was weird. But anyway, um, yeah. So I'm kind of like. And they have a kill there. And it's kind of funny because my blind's right there. So I'm going to bring a predator call. I normally have a predator call on me all the time. Yeah. And it's funny because I took it out. Like not this, not before I just went in, but last time, because I was like, like I, I, if I'm, I don't know why I took it out. I don't know what I was thinking, but it's just, I was trying to get a deer. Last yeah. thing I was thinking about was hunting. Like I normally, I, li- I like to hunt, you know, cats and wolves and, and uh coyotes, but I don't know. I was just totally in deer mode. And that was the last thing I was thinking I was going to see was two cougars hopping out of the tree there. Yeah. wouldn't be
1: something I'd be expecting. That's for sure.
0: No. So I'm going to go back t- to that kill that they're on and I'm going to sit on it. I put my trail camera, I moved my trail camera from the one spot,
1: put it right on the kill. Oh, I'm sure you get some cool footage with that. Yeah. it will so, be interesting. You know, what'd be interesting is if do you got any Wolverines up there? No oh okay um, i was gonna say it'd be cool if something like that were to come in yeah and try to take it well not try it would take it over <laughs> those yeah. things are fearless <laughs> yeah we're a
0: little too low in elevation for okay for wolverines even like when i was moose hunting i told you i took a shot at uh a lynx yeah but i missed it wasn't yeah it's was just running a little too quick missed it yeah That'd nice to awesome. that would have been awesome yeah remember, i had a good remember, range yeah. on it and everything too and i just uh my arrow just was way was just behind it. it was Fast, a
1: faster bow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Faster reflexes or something. I don't know. Getting old. It's all that running. You're tired from all that running. <laughs> <Fuck>. <laughs> <laughs> if you if you did more walking, you'd be better. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. So, but anyway, it's almost wrapped up, man. It was a good year, eh? Yeah. Well, I'm I'm happy. It uh you know, I didn't get as much as I wanted, but our main didn't target. Didn't get your elk got. yet? No, but I, I, I pretty much said from the get go, I was giving up my my elk season. I only had a couple of days to actually go out and do that. Yeah, and our goal was to get Evie her moose in our tree season, and we did it. Yeah, that's sweet. And uh, yeah, the Euro mount's pretty much done here. I just got to get a figure out how I'm going to mount it to the wall. There, I've got I've got a nice mounting hook, but I got to find out where the studs are. Yeah, because this thing's heavy, so I might have to. Somebody was telling me today, cut like a slab of wood, like a yeah. log. So it's got all the cool edges, sand it down, burn it instead of just doing like a, a piece of plywood and, you know, routering the edges and stuff. I thought, well, we should have chunk you of can it.
0: just hang it on the wall. How it is, just take some, like either some wire yeah. and wrap it around the back of the eye sockets, wrap it short so you can't see it. That's what I do. And then well, either I've, that or, or some heavy gauge fishing line.
1: I've got the proper hook that goes into the back of the skull. Oh, you do. You, you a got feet. a skull hook. Yeah. Yeah. I got all that stuff, but it's a matter of, I'm pretty anal about things being symmetrical. So things got to be in the middle of where we're oh, putting it. So what do so, you
0: use is those uh butterfly. Will that be strong enough for the amount of weight oh, yeah. that this thing is? Yeah. 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 They'll, they'll, they'll do it. No problem. All right. Yeah. I've got butterflies holding
1: like elk heads up and, and okay. moose head. Yeah. They'll hold it. We'll have to take a look at those then. That'd be the easiest thing. If there's not a stud there. I mean, if there's a stud within an inch of it. Yeah. We'll stick it in there. But I'm just not, you know, what are the chances being my luck? that There's going to be one right there. Because if it's off by six, seven inches, that's going to bother me because I'm anal that way.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Well, you wouldn't notice like an inch or inch and a half.
1: You wouldn't notice. But if if it's
0: anything more than like, you know, if it's three inches off, you're probably going to notice. It all depends on the antlers too. Like the head doesn't have to necessarily be in the yeah. middle, it's just because you know what i mean like some antlers yeah you want the spread you want to kind of even like the end
1: of the antler to the edge of the wall so it looks symmetrical yeah. in the room and evie evie wants it above the bed so that i can look at it every day. <laughs> <laughs> i'm not even kidding you <laughs> i love it yeah dude you're like,
0: never gonna live that down Dude, yeah, I'd time... stop put her and stop putting her. In, I would
1: be like, no, you're Ugh. not, you're not allowed in the draws anymore. You're going to for a draw by yourself. <laughs> I'm telling you, everybody, every time we go to have dinner, pull out some moose. it doesn't matter if it's spaghetti, steaks, roast. This woman is relentless. <laughs> and she will tell me every single time that she's provided the dinner for the family this evening. <laughs> doesn't exactly know what I bring to the marriage. Maybe I should just get in the kitchen and start ki- uh, and start cleaning up. So, do you have to do the dishes like every night? Cause she's, well, oh,
0: pretty she's supplying, much. She's supplying the meal. Yeah.
1: Pretty much. And even if she does do them, she lets me hear about it then, too. That now she's <laughs> got to do both jobs. She's got to <laughs> bring home the bacon and clean up. <laughs> like, oh, I love yeah. it. Oh, man. Nothing better than when, yeah. And you know, trash talk. She's done this before in the past with deer. And then I started smashing her with some big bucks and stuff. And then I was like, yeah, that's right been like i congratulate you all the time but remember who's got the big one these boosts are leh around here i don't know if i'm ever going to get an opportunity to even attempt to top her she got a <laughs> nice boost too oh it's beautiful and yeah the the whole thing behind it uh, like i'll never ever ever forget it i don't mind it above the bed yeah, but yeah it's a nice bowl yeah really nice i like it i like it and the euro mount that we did it's it turned out awesome i'm very happy with it so yeah I'm sure I'll have it up here sooner than later within the next month or so get Christmas over with, and then I'll get it up on the wall or whatever. Yeah. Right on. way. But yeah. yeah Anyways, cool. uh you're heading out tomorrow
0: then, right? Yeah. Until- I got to go to work in the morning. Okay. And then I'm going to head out and then, so I'm going to go sit on that kill. And then hopefully well, I'm going to go check that trail camera, see if they've come back. I don't know. Maybe they'll yeah. the house be pretty sweet if they got balls in there just, one, of, they were just sitting on the on the pile, and I could yeah, you know, where it is to, where it is too. Now I know that now I know where the kill is. I have to go into a different. I have to come in a different way to have a, be able to have a clearing because on the other side, um, normally I normally the the way I come up, I'll be walking uphill and I'll look left, and that's where their kill was. But it's yeah. really thick in in that area. But if you if I come up to the other side of it and look downhill to the right, it's open on that side. Oh, okay. So I'm going to go up the road further, come in back around and get on top, uh, on top of that. So I'll be looking down and then I'd have an opening. So if there are there,
1: you got a shot at least. I have a shot or on
0: potential potential, the bigger shot. one. Yeah. Depending yeah. the scenario too. Yeah. If, as long as it's too, as long as it's too legal, like if it's, if it's a, if it, in, it is in fact a, um, a mother with her cub, then I can't shoot either of them. Yeah, well, But I mean, really it, it, it didn't, like I said, it didn't like, it wasn't a, neither of them were small, so it wasn't yeah. like, it wasn't a cub. So, and I was talking to my buddy and he thinks they might be a couple like young brothers Yeah, traveling around together. Cause their, pat- like their tracks weren't, they weren't massive, but they weren't, they weren't small either. Right. They weren't like, they were, you could tell they, you know, it was a decent sized Cougar. So, yeah.
1: and they're both the same size. So, no, exactly. I don't know. have to keep me informed. I'm gonna run yeah. out right after work too, and I'm gonna check that camera that's been sitting for a week in that new spot just for Saturday morning. I won't have time to hunt tomorrow. I'll grab my bow if there's a tiny bit of daylight, but I'll pretty much be going out in jeans and winter boots
0: just yeah. to run
1: in there. It's because it gets so dark so early now. So
0: yeah, for sure. Be that's, uh be interesting. So yeah. I don't know. I'm gonna to try to give it for the last couple of days when I get a chance here. So uh, but man, it sure gets busy this time of
1: year. we got just so much shit oh. going on. Yeah.
0: If it's not presents,
1: it's wrapping up stuff at work and well, it's just everything else, like, oh,
0: visiting and yeah, family got to go here. got to go there. Right. We got to go, we got to go to this place. We got to go to that place. We go, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. everyone knows what it's like. It is I mean, it is what it is, but got to come to Invermere
1: for some ice fishing. Yeah, <laughs>
0: man. I don't know if I could do the ice fishing. It's tough. I just don't have, I have a hard time like sitting still for that long. I don't know. Like, I, just, I don't know if I have a bow in my hand, it might be, but maybe I'll just grab my bow and hold it in my hand and fishing around the other <laughs> one.
1: Just set a target up. You can just go shoot, shoot your target on the lake. Yeah. So that you you will set a rod up with a bell on it for you.
0: Yeah, that wouldn't be bad. I mean, there those things, go. those things are like little, cabins those things so you like you could pimp
1: that right out oh yeah we could throw a treadmill on there we could take turns whoa, alternating whoa, whoa. back and forth and i tell you right now there's none of us down there that run <laughs> you'll be out of the group real fast <laughs> hey let me in no no <laughs> not until nope. you hand over your running shoes <laughs> oh that's funny um
0: now that was a big buck oh that three by three yeah what the f- dude is that's out that is that an old
1: out. buck Nope, that thing's young. Oh, my that's God. that one. Remember, it was. It must have been a month ago or so. I sent you that picture from behind. Yeah, that that's the same buck. I said I was going to find him eventually, and he disappeared on me. He's a town buck. Oh, he's a city um, buck guy. Eh? But I've never seen him before. But he's yeah. young. He's got. Uh, he's not fully filled out yet, and he's still got that young face. And I posted him on my Instagram today um, for anybody who hasn't seen it. This thing is wide. Like dude, is it's insane. He's gonna be a cranker next year if he sticks around. Um, by all means, he can come to my hunting area if he wants next year.
0: Well, if he's a if he's a local, he's probably he
1: probably never leaves. Yeah, we've got it's funny, we've got a couple that we recognize every year. One of two of them are tagged, and there's a couple others that stay in town, and then there's the others actually that pretty much only come in for the rut. I yeah, they come the, in yeah, just from the are... outskirts. And yeah. then they disappear. You don't see them the rest of the winter. They leave. Yeah, there. they'll head up high.
0: So they're going to go up high into the high alpine. Yeah. And then they'll come down. They'll come down chasing does. I don't really give a shit what, you know, when yeah. the rut's on, they're doing whatever. But you, you do get those city bucks, like those local bucks that never leave. Like that yeah. one I had posted on, on Instagram, that that was a big buck too. That's big. Big. Like that was a massive buck. That was a four by four, man. That, that was huge. Yeah. And that buck just hangs around that area well there's no like where that is that's like in the heart of Kelowna. really so and like i mean there's there's no alpine in there there's like we're we're up on the the we're up on the knox mountain and there's a there's water up there there's a couple little lakes and stuff hidden lakes up in there but those man you should see the bucks in there i've never seen that particular buck but you catch a glimpse of them all year in velvet and everything and like really just massive but when it's during the summer you you only really see them first thing in the morning. Like if, okay. for, if there's a development up there and you'll see them like right at, right at light. But when the winter, as
1: it starts to cool down and then the rut starts and you start seeing them all over. Down by uh, a little farther South in Kimberly. You think our bucks are big here? <laughs> I think they're. Well, BC
0: has, big. I, you know, like their BC has are
1: there big bucks and like there's
0: big bucks all over, but it's just like BC is such a thick, Thick place. Like every once in a while, you'll go on Facebook, you go on Instagram, and you're going to see a guy post, especially you're going to see a guy that posts this massive buck. And you're going to yeah. be like, what the? F-? That's a big buck, right? That's a huge buck. That guy just happened to be in the right spot at the right time. And that buck was crossing a clear cut or catching, he cut the corner of a clear cut. Yeah. And that guy just happened to be sitting there with a rifle. Yeah. And he got him. Yeah. Uh, you this, know, this valley used to be known where I am for the big, big mule yeah. deer. Same with like region three area, like around uh Lillooet Linton area,
1: there's yeah. are some big bucks in there. Yeah, ours are big just bucks. starting to make a, a comeback for the last couple of years because they took their populations, took huge shit kickings around here. Yeah, well, I mean, I do. And how many deer get hit on means. the highway? Like we've well, had this conversation, though. like, yeah, well, the Trans Canada, I think, has one more year of fixing up between Golden and Lake Louise. So, what happens is the Trans Canada comes through Kootenay Park to radium and then from radium to golden. So anything from north of radium to golden, the last year we had to freedom of information, the highway mortalities, and there was five years combined worth of animals hit in one year, the first year that the trans Canada went through five years worth in one single year, because when they do the shutdowns, I understand why they do when they do spring and fall is because that's the least amount of traffic on the trans Canada. So I, I get that, but springtime times when all the, uh, the elk and the deer coming out of the wetlands to, um, to calve out, have their fawns, the roads are, are usually some of the first areas to green up in the ditches and stuff or in the lowlands anyway. And then in the fall time, it's the ruts. So everything's migrating towards the wetlands, not necessarily going to stay there the whole winter, but things move down into it. So the deer and elk and everything are crossing the roads everywhere. And it's depressing to see all the animals um getting slaughtered. When I was hunting mule deer, it was like there was two or three new ones a day just driving to my to my spot for mule deer. I'd be like, I wonder if there's anything even left. It's just it's crazy. Yeah. So I, I don't I don't know that it's gonna take forever for them to make a, a comeback now. Yes, yeah. they were just getting a foothold again.
0: Yeah, I think th- I think that's the number one. Yeah. like uh, you know and then like you look at those uh southern interior mule deer projects that they got going on they they do like uh mountain lion and um kills and stuff like that on deer and it's really not that high yeah
1: so and i'm sure way 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 back in the back country you're gonna find some really nice animals oh yeah few and far between and like you say right place right time well you, you get, get to areas like somewhere.
0: we've hunted areas um like provincial parks where there's no no vehicle access, like there's no roads, right? Yeah. It's hiking only. And we've seen some big critters in there. I've seen some big muleys, and like I pulled one over 200-inch mule deer out of there. That's awesome. And I've seen bigger ones, but it is, you just, like, you can't get to them. Yeah. We've glassed across Like, it's so steep down and so steep up, you'd have to, you know, it would take you three days to get all the way around and get to where that deer is. And then you got to... You got to get know, everything out. Yeah. Well, it's... In November, you got to find them, but yeah, yeah, we usually go there in September. Oh, yeah, because it's it's such high of elevation that even in September, um, it's been known to get snowfall in there. Oh, yeah, so but uh, there's big elk in there and big mule deer, a lot of grizzlies too. But yeah, no doubt, grizzlies are that's just part of it. I mean, yeah, grizzlies are black bear, and I mean, really, what's the difference? (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> Fucking black bears gonna mess you up just as much as a grizzly. It's not like yeah. you're gonna be able to fight off a,
1: a fight off a 350 pounds 400 40-pound black bear. So what no. fuck the fuck difference does it make? I think you got a better chance of surviving with a grizzly, to be honest. It'll just shit kick you and leave you where black bear starts attacking. You, there's a good chance it's gonna eat you.
0: Yeah, most That's yeah, exactly. A, and I've had like, like I've had a couple encounters and with grizzly bears. I've had definitely had a lot more with black bears, yeah. but I'm also bow hunting like a bow every spring. Right. I'm So I'm chasing them around with a, with a bow and uh and arrow. So occasionally you get the ones the that, bear. yeah. <laughs> it's when you startle them, I find they either run or they either run away or run at you. Yeah. But that, I can't
1: wait for a spring bear to start. I don't know how much hunting I'm going to get in the springtime. I'm going to, you know, I'll try, but we've got a few renovations that are going to take priority and, it's going to take up some of my time got to get it done before the summer heat so just got to get the roof on. We shall see yep and
0: then everything else can wait
1: <laughs> but then yeah. it's then it's got to wait
0: till the fall and then the winter yeah we'll see i got a lot of stuff to around yeah. here and then i got uh i got knee surgery coming up january 24th so i'll be January 20- 20 oh yeah yeah january january 24th so fix my knee they're gonna tell you to stop running just walk, walk they already off. did tell me they tell me i'm not supposed to run but that's oh, the only way really? i run yeah But I don't run every day. I can't. If I was to run like, if I was to run like yesterday and today, tomorrow my knee would be, it would hurt. Right. I gotcha. So I have to. That's why I alternate. I'll run like, I'll run one day, then I'll do the bike the next day, then I'll run, do the bike. And like even like in the summertime, I did, I did a long, I did a, a quite a long run. It was 37 kilometers and my knee hurt for like four days after that. So, this is gonna help. They're gonna I got That's a horizontal good. tear in my meniscus. So they're gonna stitch it. And what happens is it's it's leaks out. Um uh, I got in cysts because it leaks the fluid out from the inside of my knee. Yeah. And the cyst gets swollen. So then I have to wait for them to go down. But if I find if I just do every second day, it doesn't inflame so much. It doesn't inflame. Yeah. I mean it's makes not sense. bad. I wear a knee brace too and stuff, but it'd be nice to not have to do that. Yeah. And if I'm hiking downhill with heavy pack,
1: it hurts like a bugger. That's always the worst. Hiking downhill, it's downhill, hiking up.
0: uphill his uphill.
1: Everything uphill is fine. Downhill with a heavy pack yeah. is a bugger. So, well, it's good. Get it over with. Get it done, and you have lots of time to get in shape for fall time. Anyway. Yeah. For
0: archery, I'm going to an archery
1: shoot in uh, January seventh. Where are you doing
0: that? They have a Christmas tree archery shoot. Really? And Rock Creek.
1: That's awesome. So, I'm going to pull out the new bow, and test her out. That's, oh, that'll be fun. Yeah. that will be good. It's good. It's awesome. Yeah. Right on. Yeah. I got to wait a while. I don't think any of ours is till probably springtime. I think April. Yeah. I think, I think this year coming up, there's going to be a shit ton
0: of 3D archery. I hope so. I'd like to see archery. everybody getting out again. Yeah. It'd be nice to have a couple more. Well, I mean, you're, you're far away from me, but it'd be nice yeah. if there was more around here. There's not a lot around here. And it's nope. funny because there is, there was a couple. And you don't hear about it till after it's over. Like they oh. they don't do a very good job promoting it. Yeah. So you'll see on Facebook, you get this random pop ups and then there'll be headline you know, I'd like to thank
1: everyone for joining us at the blah 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 shoot. And you're like, oh shit, I if I would have oh, known that it would have went. Yeah, I'm gonna to try to get to a couple down in Cranbrook this spring too, including in obviously ours and yeah. probably be July for ours again. Yeah, that's gonna be fun. I can't wait to go do that. Yeah. It'll be a different outcome this year. I don't think so. <laughs> don't no. see no i i i concede to the hunting you kicked the living shit out of me this year <laughs> for foldable tags i'm eating tag soup so far <laughs> yeah there's not, a,
0: there's not a lot of uncut tags in my pouch this year so but that that doesn't matter. Yeah, it is what it is yeah ready yeah. then bud okay man Let's we'll talk to you later it. yeah hey guys, I want to thank you again for tuning into the Focus Hunting Podcast. It's coming at you as part of the Waypoint Outdoor Collective. Quick shout out to the sponsors of this show: Vortex Optics, the best in optics. Period. AKU you Boots, you out to your feet. Now, if you guys go check out the uh, show notes, um, you're going to find some promo codes. Use them, save a bunch. And uh, if you guys could please leave us a rating or review, we really appreciate that. And uh, until next time, love you guys.